The can art, 10 out of 10. Yeah. The band, the song, all that, 10 out of 10. The beer, standard issue. <laughs> uh, the standard's ha- giving it a little bit more credit than I would yeah. typically, but... folks and welcome to another episode of the brent bill and beer podcast a podcast for the folks out there who love mustaches and beers i'm brent and i'm bill bill you know what it's been a while i think yeah i think our last recording was like three, three weeks, weeks ago. three weeks ago and in that time i had to move i had to finish writing my dissertation and i got covid so <laughs> it's there's been many obstacles to trying to be weekly with all of this, but hopefully we'll be a bit more consistent going forward. We're still getting better at it. Yeah. And also, wonderful news. I finally figured out what was going wrong, and we are now on Apple Podcast. Woo! Yeah. I, it was the image. It was the podcast image size, but apparently... Was it too big? No, it wasn't big enough, but apparently what the problem was, I had fixed it, and it still was broken. And it turned out it's because the episodes that had already been posted, it doesn't update those. They, uh-huh. They're like their own separate images, so I had to individually edit them. But we are on there now, so we, we have full coverage. Nice. Yeah. I believe today Bill is taking the reins because I did the last one. He's got a music-themed episode for us today. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, for those of you that either don't know or don't remember... I am a musician by trade, a uh, classical musician in particular. I am a French horn player. And something that I've noticed over the years of drinking beer is the overabundance of just intermingling of beer and music across all genres. And it's just pretty cool. So, I mean, I thought it'd be cool to talk about some of that stuff that we've covered over the years. Yeah. I mean, we did do an entire episode that had... uh metal and beer mixed together so yeah. your point is valid so i i didn't like go heavily into metal for a little bit later on but i did cover a little bit oh, that I, cool. I appreciate that but just so that we have some so some stuff that i thought was interesting is that there are breweries that are well actually wait no before that we have a beer we do what are we drinking <laughs> i almost forgot about it we are having dogfish heads campfire amplifier just kind of a easy drinking milk stout reason I chose this to bring for this is because it's a just a musical nope. piece of musical equipment. Yep. Bill said milk stout, so I have to take some lactate. Did all of our listeners know that every single person will technically be lactose intolerant if you stop consuming milk? I read about this recently, coincidentally, that every human, yeah, is yeah. lactose intolerant. There was a famine in Europe. People basically were starving to mm-hmm. death, so they just started drinking milk off of a cow to survive a couple genetic mutations later they could digest lactose yeah so but yeah you're right otherwise because i I know people that have like essentially not taken in milk like whether that's cheese whatever if they have like a cheeseburger and there's just even that slice of cheese it'll upset their stomach to the point where they have to run to the bathroom thank god i'm not that bad but you also take your your cheeto pills that's true all right, so what can you tell us about this one? I'm going I'm to read the label. There's so much stuff in here. Yeah, like what? 
Milk stout brewed with graham crackers, cinnamon, marshmallows, with cocoa powder and vanilla beans added. Chills at like 6.5%, so that's not too bad. So, kick us off. Yeah. Music. Yeah, music. So, there, I, I came across, like, I was just kind of like, look, whether it was scout, like, just going over Google. I also posted on a couple Facebook pages of uh, breweries in PA, the League of Extraordinary Beer Drinkers, uh, server bartender page that I'm on, asking, hey, what music-related beer and breweries are in your area? Some of them were worthwhile, others I didn't think were interesting enough to talk about. Mm-hmm. But some kind of cool breweries that I came across, no longer in existence, but there was Four String Brewing in Columbus, and it was named such because all the guys that started it were bass players. Interesting. That was kind of neat. Yeah. And I mean, like, if you don't necessarily think about the instrument, like, you're not going to think of a bass guitar with four strings. You're just like, okay, four strings. Yeah. When, when you said four strings, I was attempting to guess what instrument it was. Yeah. And I went with a fiddle or violin yeah, I mean, slash violin. Yeah. Um, just because I, obviously, you know, like, you got fiddlehead. Right. right? Like, it's... I know breweries that have that, but yeah, bass guitar, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, I mean, like, they're just, like, their tap handles are the, uh, like, the top of the neck into, like, the the head and pegs of the, uh, or the tuning pegs of the bass guitar. I suppose it's not just bass guitar. It could just be the regular bass. I stereotyped. Well, yeah, you, but it's okay. It, I mean, it is bass guitar, though. Yeah. But uh, another one I thought was kind of cool, for our Grateful Dead fans out there, there's Helena Bucket Brewing in uh, Wrightsville, Pennsylvania. Like, and I mean, all of their stuff is Grateful Dead. Like, <laughs> they have Steal Your Face Saison and Dupree's Diamond IPA. So I thought that was kind of neat. And Very not cool. like, I'm not a huge Grateful Dead person. So, like, I wouldn't have, like, those beer names, I would have thought to the songs or albums. Mm-hmm. But it exists, and that's kind of neat. Very cool. The last brewery that I came across that I thought was neat was uh, Inner Groove Brewing in Verona, Pennsylvania. Their flights are actually on, like, I'm sure it's not functioning records, but on records. Really? Yeah. Do they, so do they drill holes? I think they did, from the picture I saw. Huh. But they have beers, like, called My Verona. I love that. (laughs) Big fan. Uh, And, like, Ginger Bell Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's a golden ale and a brown ale. Not expecting any of these for sure, but are there any breweries that you have been around that you've been like that? Um... Just you, you're saying music related, like like yeah, based on like their titles. Uh, I don't know if uh, I'm really see what I'm really worried about is that I'm going to say that I can't think of one, and then somebody that I know is going to be like Brent. What about that one time we went to blah blah blah? And <laughs> no, I mean what actually comes to mind if I think about music, and maybe you already have this kind of thing planned for later. When I was in Denver, yeah, it was Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. There was a just metal craft beer bar. And you like went that played the like metal music and stuff. Metal music. There were metal posters, mm-hmm. T-shirts, guitars. Everybody in there was like in you know black shirts, makeup, all that kind of stuff. It was just a everything on the menu was metal themed. Yeah, that's the best music. Yeah, music okay. and uh, beer crossover that I've I've experienced. I mean, like, I mean that's great. Like I, I didn't ever actually address anything like that. So mm-hmm. good on you bringing that kind of stuff up. Do you remember what the place was? It's okay I, to say no. I wish that I did, <laughs> and I feel bad. It might have even... You know what? It was a brewery. It wasn't a craft beer bar. It was yeah. a brewery. They just happened to serve other places craft yeah. beers as well. That's why I got it mixed up. But they they were an actual brewery, I think. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. 
The only the other music beer thing that comes to mind for me is hopefully in Philadelphia this summer I'm going to go there. There's a metal and beer festival, <laughs> and it's thirty five dollars all you can listen and drink. I guess I haven't been there, but I heard rumors about this brewery that I've had some of their stuff from called Industrial Arts. They're in New York, and I heard they were like a metal, like just a bunch of like metal guys. I think I've heard of this. Yeah. But uh, something else I thought was interesting is that a lot of breweries act as music venues. Yeah. I mean, like that's huge. I mean, just like, for instance, us in Morgantown here, we have Morgantown Brewing Company that every Thursday night they host the jazz program from the School of Music and have just a jam night from 7.30 until 10. It's just kind of cool that like that is a bit of the scene. Yeah, uh, I'll come back to Morgantown Brewing a little bit later. But mm-hmm. some other interesting ones like back home, I have a there's a brewery called Birdfish Brewing that is very common for like hosting bands there. A local band has their Wednesday night podcast there and mm-hmm. things like that. So they're very pro local music. Treehouse. When I went there, they had a bunch of bands playing during the night and and. I mean, I think they were there all day. They just had bands going because it was 10 o'clock at night and they were still performing. So, yeah. I don't remember. Is that in a residential area too? I don't know. It's kind of, well, I think there are homes in the area, but it's it's kind of in its own spot. Yeah. Okay. Another one that I thought was really cool, we'll be having a beer from these guys later, but Listerman Brewing in Cincinnati, they have polka night. Adam, you know what? I might know about this one because I want to say that I was hoping to go to Cincinnati one time and, and for some type of German themed or mm-hmm. whatever, but that I would be a big fan of. Like uh, my horn teacher here at WVU, he did his master's at the University of Cincinnati and he was like, yeah, we used to go there on whatever night of the week it was, Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, mm-hmm. and just play polka music and get beer. Hell yeah! So, I actually one of one of the vinyl records that I have in there is um, the twenty five greatest polka hits. I was I was very excited when I stumbled upon it at the record store, and it was one dollar. And I couldn't find my I couldn't find my credit card or something like that. The woman just said she was like, "You can have it. It's okay." So I would be a big fan of polka. I know not everybody else would. Actually, polka story tying in. To with, with music still here. Uh, when During my master's, I was a graduate assistant for the marching band. And they had this really strange tradition where they had, like, marching and playing competition between each of the sections of the marching band. Sure. And the winner got essentially, like, well, the top three got, like, spray-painted produce. Like, it was, like, the bronze broccoli, the silver squash... And the golden cucumber. Oh, I understand. So, like, part of my GA duties was to (laughs) acquire this produce in, like, the most massive, like, literal, like, piece of this produce as possible. Mm -hmm. And sit here and spray paint it while none of the students were around. Because they weren't allowed to know I painted it. I don't don't know Uh that stuff. I went to this farm out there and bought, like, literally a cucumber. Or golden zucchini. It wasn't a cucumber. Golden zucchini. If any IUP people are listening to this, they are probably like strangling me through their whatever platform they decide to listen to mm-hmm. us. I went to this place, got it. It was like literally over two feet long, huge. 
this guy was telling me, he's like, oh, wait, you're a musician? I'm a musician, too. I play accordion. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And he gave me his CD of Pistol Pack and Polkas. And it's, <laughs> it's in my car right now still. What's your favorite song on it? Oh, I, I, like, I, don't, I don't know the names because it didn't doesn't come up like on the... It doesn't register on my car. Sure. It just says track one, track two, track three, track four. I mean, I enjoy track like seven. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but I had an epiphany moment with that that record because very similarly, did not know the names to some stuff, and I just had it playing. Suddenly, this this one song comes on, and it's a clarinet, and it's just like ripping through this yeah. polka, and I went, "That's the song from um, Charlie the Unicorn," oh. and I was like. <laughs> This is this is the theme to Candy Mountain. Like, what is this? And then I looked, and it's called the clarinet polka. So that was a nostalgic moment that with polka for me. So, yeah. all right, all right. So, more about beer. Yes, <laughs> uh, the last brewery that I thought was cool about actually acting as a venue is Highland Brewing Company in Asheville, North Carolina. I have not been there, but like I'm looking at pictures and stuff like that, it's one of the largest music venues in Asheville, which is a giant just hub for I, music i think i've i've drank a bunch of highland i don't um, think i have and and it's only because um we have some family friends down in north carolina so one of the bars that we went to is like the north carolina mm-hmm. state brew house or right something like that and that's where i got inundated with uh highlands beer okay. no i'd be interested to try it but there's a lot of stuff out there especially after reading all of this that i'm like i want to drink it so something else that I was looking to is the actual beers about music. Sure. Because, um, I mean, like, there's so many neat names. I came across, well, actually, the Brewers and PA page kind of set me on to McCall Collective, which they're in Allentown, Pennsylvania, so on the eastern side of the state. But they have a series called One Hop Wonder. I like that. Yeah, so it's literally just like a single hop IPA. Oh, I really like that. But then they like I had to take down some of these names that I thought were hilarious. Fifty Centennial. Uh, don't. Oh, Centennial yes, yes, yeah, I just got it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Brutang. Nice. Uh, Silly Willy, Citra Revive, uh, Simcoe and Garfunkel. Big uh, fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> Hetty Mercury. <laughs> uh, Black Sabroth. Okay, well, naturally, I'm a big fan <laughs> of that one. And then this is the one I thought was the funniest. Now, that's what I call Mosaic Volume 1. Big fan of that. But um, I wonder what number they're to. I don't know. Like, I honestly, I looked on Untapped, and that was the only one that had been released at this point. Oh, I just, I actually meant in the Oh, the project. actual now yeah. albums? Yeah, like, I know no, it's that's what I call. 40. Oh, it's got a, I think it's way past. I think it's, I think the last time I saw a commercial for one, it was like in the 80s. So I think they're, they got to be in the hundreds. Oh. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, and also, like, we have Morgantown Brewing. They have their Listen To mm-hmm. series, which are per- mostly sours and uh, mostly featuring women, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. So they have, like, Listen to Missy Elliott, listen, listen to Dolly Parton, Listen to Cheryl Crow, Listen to the Chicks, Britney all this stuff. But then they started adding some different stuff mm-hmm. and making it a different style. So, like, they have Listen to Slayer. Yes, it's a triple I. Yeah. I remember when I first had it mm-hmm. because naturally I showed up there. I like a lot of their listen to beers. I saw listen to Slayer and I love Slayer. And I said, I gotta, I gotta drink this beer as a metalhead who loves Slayer. Gotta have this beer. It was a triple IPA and I think I drank four of them that night. 
It, it was it, over 10%, I think. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, because it's like a triple IPA, I yeah. think. I liked it because, yeah, you were saying it's one of the few that's not a sour, right? right? Yeah, so I did like it for that, but it's very strange because I think it's red in color. I mean, because Slayer's famous for a song called Raining Blood, <laughs> so naturally it's got to be red. And then there's one of the listen to that I thought was interesting that you like the band. Listen to Wax Brain. Oh, yeah. Wax Brain is a local stoner metal band, bit of thrash influence with them. Made it onto the doomcharts.com top 50 albums for, I think, December. Awesome to see in, in concert. And yeah, it was, it's just, it was very neat because it's like a local brewery giving a shout out to mm-hmm. a local band, which right. I thought was a really cool thing. And that's been their first and only like call out to like yeah. local act so far. That's true. But I know that they were planning on doing more, but and once again, it wasn't classified as a sour. They called it a honey beer. Since we're talking about the listen to beers, do you have a favorite? And what is it? Let let me cheat. Because the thing is, the listen to Slayer and Wax Brain, I like those more so for the bands. My favorite beer when it comes to the actual beer, though, is listen to Missy Elliott is number one. Okay. Which I want to say is raspberry and lime. And I like it because you can just make a beer, like a raspberry beer, and then make it sour. And I really liked how the lime is really what gets, to me, like gets used to produce the sour flavor. It's like a, I don't know, tastes a lot more natural. I, I don't remember. I'm looking on Untapped to cheat a little bit here, but it turns out I've had 50 beers from them. Uh, let's let's see. listen to Millie Elliott. Missy, Millie Elliott. Missy Elliott, I gave a four. Uh, I'm just kind of scrolling. Listen to Cheryl Crow, like not as high. Dolly Parton, I gave like a 3.75. Chicks is up there for me because I think it's a passion fruit. I think so, too. Yeah. Also, what's the next beer? Because we're out. We need a drink. So this is jumping a little ahead in what we're going to talk about. But Sure. So this is from Listerman Brewing Company, who we talked about with the Polka Nights. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's called 99 Problems But a Beer Ain't One. I see what they did there. (laughs) What is that? uh, Jay-Z? I think so. Let's see here. This is a hazy IPA. To the surprise, of course it is. It's born a little foamy, but that's fine. probably because. Cheers. Cheers. What do you think? I really like the. It's definitely different. There's some type of fruit, and I can't. I can't pinpoint what it is. They describe it just New England IPA with citra and bacatu. It there's or like a fruit different. juice vibe to it that I. That's my own interpretation. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to still think of what my favorite is. Maybe it was Celine Dion. Mm. That was strawberry and lemon. Oh. Oh, so yeah, it's it's the craft version of Natterdays. Yeah. That's yes. why. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what was J-Lo? J-Lo was passion fruit, blood orange, and pineapple. Of course, we have to hype up uh, Morgantown Brewing a little bit here. Yeah, I don't, there were a bunch I gave four, so I guess I don't know exactly what my favorite was. It wasn't specific, but Missy Elliott looks like it's overall the highest rated raspberry and lime. Like I said, it was. It's just interesting because the lime is really what just provides the sour flavor to it. It's just a. It's a good combo that I guess my two brain cells would not have put together. Yeah, and it works really well. Well, speaking of brain cells, just a small category here, but other rock and metal beers. Duckfoot Brewing has why does it hurt when IPA. Based on Frank Zappa's Why Does It Hurt When I Pee, I thought was fun. Uh, 
obviously there's Robinson's Trooper, the Iron Maiden beer that pops up. Not a big fan of that. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I had it once. Yeah, it's the can art, 10 out of 10. Yeah. The band, the song, all that, 10 out of 10. The beer, standard issue. <laughs> uh, the standard's ha- given it a little bit more credit than I would typically, yeah. but... It contains alcohol, and it is mm-hmm. brewed via fermentation. And the last, like, rock metal beer I was thinking about, which, actually, I mean, Three Floyds does a lot of. They have their permanent funeral, which was made with a pig destroyer. Interesting. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And actually, if you haven't looked into Three Floyds that much, they have all their stuff based on comics. But they write their own comics. So they have, like, their Alpha King comics and things like that. Yeah, that makes sense, because their can art does look... Am I right on that? Like, their can art... Yeah, comic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't dig too much into rock and metal because we covered some of that. We did, yeah. And, I did, and something I thought was really interesting was hip-hop with this. So, I mean, like, we obviously have this one that we're having right now. Um, there is just an exuberant amount of hop vine or hop line bling. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So, like, and I think the, what, the breweries that I saw were, like, Dead Beach Brewery, Stillwater, Tattered Flag, just to name a couple. Bees in the Trap, Nicki Minaj. Mm. Uh, Hoover's at a Grim Artist Nails. Uh, Positive Contact, which is kind of a call to Dan the Automator from Dogfish. Weiss, White, or Vice Vice Baby. <laughs> I see. Some Vanilla Ice from Westbrook. But I, I thought that was hysterical. Yeah. Like, I'm just sitting here reading this stuff online. Yeah, I'm, I was never as much in the hip hop scene, so. I was very classic rock, 60s, 70s classic mm-hmm. rock, and then the the metal conversion was more recent. So those really? are really how yeah. recent? Um, Five years? February 2020. That recent? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, like it's it's been like two years. Yeah. <laughs> Man, well the the last hip hop one that I thought was kind of cool was Ghostface Killer mm-hmm. from Wu Tang. Uh, but nice. Twisted Pine Brewing Company. So it's really kind of neat. But then there's jazz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did jazz hands, but obviously microphone. <laughs> uh, we have, like, uh, from Dogfish, Miles Davis Bitches Brew from his album Bitches Brew. That's nice. a really nice stout. North Coast has that Brother Thelonious for Thelonious Monk. And uh, Angel City Brewery, they, out in California, they had a saxophone series. So they had like a Charlie Parker Pale, Lester Young Pork Pie Hat Dark Lager, and a Belgian Night Train. So I mean, like, there's a bunch of jazz stuff. Uh huh. Like, well, actually, anything else that you think about oh, that no. before so, you get into my wheelhouse? Yeah. So here's here's a question. Yeah. Okay. We've gone over a bunch of different beer names and, and stuff like that, so on and so forth. And maybe you'll come up with it later. But Bill, if you could. Let's start with part one of the question, which is, mm-hmm. if you could name a beer, what would you name it after? And then the harder question is, what would that name be? Okay. All right. So I've already thought about this. Oh, perfect. So <laughs> I plan to, at some point in my life, open up a brewery. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've worked as an assistant brewer. I've worked at production for some other places and things like that. I plan to open up my own place. Nice. Um, I want it to be classical music themed. I want it to be called... Horn Call Brewing Company, because French horns were kind of originated with the hunting calls and England and all that stuff. Um, I plan, there's, there are a couple horn excerpts called Short Call and Long Call. 
that I plan for to be short call be a standard IPA, long call be an imperial IPA. There's a work called uh, a work by Ricard Strauss called Till Oil and Spiegel's Merry Pranks that I plan to do a porter called Till Oil and Spiegel's Merry Porter. I've thought a little about this. Yeah, man, I just I thought I was putting you on the spot there, and you were prepared for it. I'm ready. Yeah, we did not rehearse that. <laughs> yeah. So before we go into your last section, do you want to? I I assume because we've sort of talked about this. Yeah, beer. we're. We're um, coming up to Okay, this. so... I mean, that's literally, like, the next thing here. Perfect. So, this beer that we're having is from Bell's uh, up in Michigan, and it is called Mars. Mars, the bringer of war. It's a much more rich color, as opposed to the hazies. This is definitely an Imperial West Coast style. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you think. Cheers. <laughs> that was the softest little quick. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I think I've... I think I mentioned it previously that I'm very excited for the the comeback of West Coast IPAs. Mm-hmm. So, big fan of this. Um, looking forward to them coming back. Now, you you teased this in a previous episode. It might have even been the very first episode. I think you might have teased about this series. Okay. So, yeah, explain yeah explain yeah, what so, Mars is. Yeah. So this is part of a series with other planets based on composer Gustav Holst's orchestral suite called The Planets. Mm-hmm. They are like they literally like over the course of like like months in between but released. Uh Mars the Bringer of War was the first one. Mm-hmm. That's the one we're getting right now. It's the only one they've re-released. Mm-hmm. But it's a double West Coast style IPA. Uh Venus the Bringer of Peace was a Blondale, but a little bit of a bigger Blondale, like 7%. So That's interesting that they did Bringer of Peace for that. I would have assumed it would be Bringer of Love. For Venus? Well, I mean, that's actually what the orchestral work is named. Oh. So, like, Mars, the Bringer of War, is his first movement. Venus, the Bringer of Peace, is the second movement. Interesting. I was getting way too mythology-based. Um, oh, no, we're just going off of what good old Gus Holtz says oh that's good to know but what the other ones are mercury the winged messenger which was a belgian pale another one that was super popular was jupiter the bringer of jollity was an imperial brown ale saturn the bringer of old age is a or was a bourbon barrel aged barley wine which that was that was a big beer i had one that i aged for a while uh uranus the magician a black double ipa and neptune the mystic was a spiced imperial stout. Okay. Something I appreciate there is, I don't know if it was intentional. So I was sitting here, as you were saying, I'm trying to think, does like the style of beer, like in some way match up with the planet or that kind of thing that's being talked about? And something I noticed that was interesting there was, I think I got this right, is that all the planets that were very far away from the sun, which are don't darker. have much light, are darker beers, which I really, yeah. I thought that was very neat, and I hope that was intentional. I, I mean, I imagine so. Yeah. Obviously, these, this order, like, well, like, so I mean, Pluto wasn't a planet at the time that Bolsh wrote uh-huh. this week, so Pluto doesn't exist here. He didn't write about Earth, so that doesn't exist here either. Mm-hmm. But these are in the order, they were released in the order of his movements, which was kind of cool. That's a lot of attention to detail. I respect that. Uh, the one time that I was at Bell's, they had 
I'm looking at this list here. They had three different planet spheres on tap, mm-hmm. which is really cool. I know they had Mars. I know they had Jupiter. And I think it, it had to have been Venus. I managed to buy, like, three six-packs of Mercury when it came out because apparently people didn't like it. So it, was, mm-hmm. it kind of became a little bit of a shelf turd. So, I mean, like, that is very, very much in the vein of classical music. So I thought that was really neat. And it's really the only series Mm-hmm. That has been done for this. Now, like I was saying, it it felt like the styles of beers were reflecting the planets themselves mm-hmm. in a way. Asking your like music theory self, <laughs> is there any way to make some connections between the beers themselves and the actual musical piece? Kind of. I mean, like mm-hmm. every piece of music kind of has a certain amount of weight to it, but like mental weight, whether it's what you need to perform it, what you need to listen to it how much attention you need to give. And honestly, the ABVs are very reflective. Interesting. Tell like, more. Do tell. Like like Mars, what, this is sitting at like 9% or something? Oh, God. I did not I'm just think that. I want to make sure. Oh, no, I, I lied higher. 10.1. Oh, even worse. That was the opposite <laughs> direction I thought it was. <laughs> no, it's true. The others haven't been like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, so like with it being a higher ABV, like it relates to, I mean, Mars is hard to play. I mean, I've been lucky to be able to play this entire work once in college. I mean, overall, it's not hard or not easy, but like mm-hmm. that movement, it opens with this. And it's really hard. Like Venus then isn't quite as difficult and the ABV drops from like 10 to 7. Uh, Jupiter, I mean, while it is super well known, it's not like crazy, crazy hard. So it like kind of raises up a little bit more to around like eight and a half, I think. I don't mm-hmm. know for all the exact ABVs. The bourbon barrel-aged barley wine Saturn. I mean, it's so hard. It's so the texture of the orchestral work is so thin, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's just so exposed. It requires so much focus. Mm-hmm. And listening to it, it just kind of feels like it's plodding along. It doesn't feel like it's really progressing quickly. So sitting at like ten and a half, eleven, eleven and a half percent, whatever it is, it's more energy. I will say that I think Saturn was the only one when you're going through that that it didn't. I don't know. Uh, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto, if if it was included, those are the ones that I would picture as like dark beers. Yeah. I know that Saturn's out there, but yeah. I've it's such a like brightly colored, yeah. like orange color and, I mean, it's and a gas that. giant still. Yeah, so I would have I would have expected like a triple IPA. That's what <laughs> I would have assigned Saturn. When this stuff was all coming out, like triple IPAs weren't a thing. Oh, fair point. Like one twenty minute was around but it wasn't as commonplace as it is now like i remember like it was so hard to get 120 minutes so like anything like that was that big but i mean saturn was fine i mean i think that mars was really good jupiter was really good and i really liked neptune those are probably my favorites but my friends and i from home we used to literally show up to the bottle store the day we knew they were getting released and hope to grab six packs of them the six packs were like 20 bucks so it wasn't particularly cheap, but so here's a question of curiosity, right? So the, mm-hmm. those folks went and did this kind of neat music series, that kind of thing. Do you know of any other brewery that's ever done something like that? Not a series, okay. But I mean, like some individual beer names, right? Which we we yeah. covered a bunch of them. Yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. But I do have a couple more, just just three more classical beer names that I thought were really cool. Cool, yeah. Uh, there was a brewery where I did my undergrad called Madcap in Kent, Ohio. 
they had a Vienna lager called Dead at 35. And I was just looking at this. That's such a strange name. Why is it a Vienna lager? Mozart oh, Mozart, Vienna, yeah. And Mozart died at 35 years old. They named that beer like in like for Mozart. It's kind of like a like a code, and they were I remember when I told them, like, you're the first person to get it, that means your beer's free. So uh, like, since I solved their puzzle, I, I think free beer. I think that's my favorite beer name that you've talked about the entire because yeah, I was sitting there trying to think, and then when you started to emphasize Vienna Lager, mm-hmm. like I went, Oh, is it this yeah, that's neat. I really like that. Yeah, I thought that was fun. I mean, it was a nice beer. No beer is better than free beer, but true. <laughs> I happily paid for it too. So, any any last uh, comments or whatnot for? I don't think so. Otherwise, I'm just gonna keep googling. <laughs> that's for fun that's stuff. true. Well, I guess that's uh that's our episode. Yeah. Um, we are available on all of the platforms now: Spotify mm-hmm. and Apple Podcast, most notably Podbean as well. We're on Facebook, uh, so feel free to interact if you want to. Hop on to one of the episodes. Feel free just to reach out. We will gladly take any you know any guests that want to get on or any suggestions that you have. But I guess uh, that's the episode. So until next time, I'm Brett and I'm Bill. We'll see you at the bar. To make it.